network manager for Bob Hamid Hancock at the Hamid at the Kari Bantosu Coffee for Bob Curry. And on today's show, we shall be talking about Super Eagles of Nigeria to the next side, the Central Africa Report, and the Central Africa Report. And we shall also be talking about history making himself, Ahmed Musa, one the most top players in the history of Super Eagles. And I will not be working alone. I have with me Amza Halata. Amza, it's good to have you back on the show. Thank you very much, Abdul Hamid. Thank you very much, football jurists. Happy once again to be on the program. All right, let's start the show without wasting more time. Yes, Super Eagles are quite on Nigeria. This is the second time covered by two goals in the second place and second day to see both sides. Don't forget that the second time public defeated Super Eagles on Friday and the Steve Malone Stadium in Lagos by a goal to leave. Making it, uh, so, I mean, it's eating the fourth defeat in 40 years on home soil for Super Eagles in World Cup qualifiers. Yes, let's start on the match that went down on Friday. That was the shock I'm done. Did you see that for me? A very rude shock. Recall we talked about it in our last program, and without hesitation, I said it's going to be a stroll in the park for Super Eagles. But a rude shock it was again. Um, like they do say, football is like biscuits. You never know where it will crack. But this time around, when the Central African Republic side defeated the Super Eagles of Nigeria at the Teslim Balogun Stadium, the biscuit cracked. And it not just cracked, it cracked in several places. But again, it's football. It makes it interesting, full of surprises. But there you go, Abdul Hamid. All right. Fast forward to Sunday. What am I Take a bad beat Nigeria twice, back to back, and super eagles of Nigeria. I mean, defeated, I mean, defeated the Central African Republic by two goals to me, having their own pound of their own pound of flesh. Yes, super eagles are now fit with nine points on top of the job, and that was a very good way to recover from such shocking defeat. Amza. Absolutely. The Super Eagles were condemned to win. They had their backs to the wall. They had their prestige at stake. They had the um, World Cup um, qualifying ticket at stake. So they had no other option than to record a massive win. They didn't get a massive win because when you look at the two sides on paper, 90... Um, um, 90 places apart in terms of FIFA ranking. They are miles apart, but notwithstanding, the job was done. The three points were secured, so it's a welcome development, Abdul Hamid. Yes, for those asking, the match was not played in Bangui, which is the capital of Central African Republic, because staff did not approve academic program that stadium, which is the stadium for Central African Republic. So, therefore, it was played in Cameroon. Yes, and that means, yeah. The coach, I mean, the coach of the Central Republic said that, I mean, that before the match, uh, uh, the coach, Raul Sabon, said that the Super Eagles were lucky that they were not going to be playing in Bangui. I mean, would that have had any effect on the result? I mean, second year result? I doubt that very much, Abdul Hamid. If you look at the history, if you look at the antecedent, if you look at the record of this Central African Republic side, you can hardly recollect which major tournament they have qualified. So if they had played in their home soil or played elsewhere like they did in Douala, Cameroon, it wouldn't have made much difference. If the team was so concrete, if the team was so formidable, I think we would have seen them showing um, very much competing, qualifying for competitive competitions like the African Cup of Nations, like the Olympics, like the World Cup. But they are not there. So I think it's just a mind game, if you ask me, for um, about this coach, Abdul Hamid. I think he was being, I mean, he was being flattered by the 
one need a victory they recorded on Friday. And, and that right. is true. And when you look at it very much, most times some of these minors, as you call them, they do record offsets here and there. It do happen in football. So it's no surprises that something like this happened. But as Nigeria, it's a surprise again, Abdul Hamid. All right. Now, let's take a look at the law of Nigeria. Seat on top of the table by nine points. You are followed closely by Zimbabwe by Akusi on the second spot with seven points. Up next for the Super Eagles is a game against Zimbabwe in November. That's the most win time. Um, it's a very must-win tie, Abdul Hamid, that the Super Eagles, like I said at um, our last uh, program, this is not even where the business is. The business is at the second round of qualifiers, where you will be grouped alongside the likes of Cameroon, the likes of Egypt, Algeria, Senegal, South Africa, Canada. So this is not where the real business is. So the Super Eagles should just get the, the business done. And as it is now, the Cavadian side is on the heels of the Super Eagles. They have seven points, and the Super Eagles have nine points. Once the Super Eagles drop any points by losing that match and the Cavad wins, then Cavadians leapfrog the Super Eagles at the summit of the table. So as it is now, the Super Eagles again are condemned to win this match, and there should be no room for any kind of complacency whatsoever, Abdul Hamid. All right. Yeah, let's move on. Yes, I mean, this game, we will not finish, I mean, we will not be adequate I mean, after suffering that uh, shorting defeat in the Guardian, I mean, a lot of Nigerians have been calling for the air and for the German transition. I mean, where do you stand on this guy? I mean, if you look at the way Nigerian have been seen, that's not yet, of course, indicating the result at times, but then the performance has not been pleasant. I go with those that think Genetrol should be shown the exit door. I'll quickly give you some statistics. Coach um, Oxtinibuavon, a local coach, had taken the Super um, the Super Eagles to the African Cup of Nations. He came out with the bros. Coach Amadou Shaibo of Blessed Memory had taken the Super Eagles to the African Cup of Nations in Mali 2020, 2002. He came out with the bros. Coach um, Stephen Kesha of Blessed Memory had taken the Super Eagles to the African Cup of Nations. He came out with a gold. Genetrol has not done anything exceptional. And if you imagine the kind of amount he takes home monthly, even all even though those amounts uh, yeah, we hear yeah, salaries, yeah, but one, one thing is certain. If Genetro was not getting a good deal from the Super Eagles, as a foreign tactician, he would have not stayed this long. I agree he's being old, but the point is those amounts are being accumulated, and at some point, he would be paid. So my point exactly is, considering the amount of money you pay in this coach, he has not done anything exceptional for the Super Eagles. He has qualified the Super Eagles for the World Cup. Yes, Coach Amadou Shaibu has qualified the Super Eagles for, World Cup, for the World Cup. Coach Stephen Keshe has qualified the Super Eagles for the World Cup. So my take is, Genetro should be shown the exit door. He has not done anything exceptional. What he has achieved with the Super Eagles after he came on board in 2017 or 2018, if I'm correct, he has not done anything exceptional with the Super Eagles. These are things local coaches will do. You understand, Abdul Hamid? So he should be shown the exit door. He has not done anything. He took us to the World Cup. We were not able to cross the first round of the World Cup. So what are we talking about, Abdul Hamid? Hmm. This is the first time I'm going to get anything on you. <laughs> If you're emotional about this matter, I mean, with the better of talent you have, uh, Uza, I mean, we should be doing, I mean, Exactly, exactly. We have one of the most prolific strikers in the world as we speak, Victor Osimen. We have some of the best players. 
that super eagles team as i speak to you the only area i would say the super eagles is lacking is in the creative midfield role and the blame goes to the tactician over the years for how many years now four or five years he has not been able to fill that gap so why do we keep paying him in hard currencies it beats me hollow abdul hamid yeah, but yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I think I think the majority of us want uh, want them out. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, let's take a look at the best of these. I mean, you don't forget that every couple of videos comes up in January, and afterwards we see the World Cup qualifiers, and you don't forget that they also even play to have a World Cup. I don't think I mean it would be a very big deal. It's not just no good. It's not no good if we start him at this point in time, considering considering what we have in front of us. Again, I'll repeat for the upteen time. He has, not, he has not done anything exceptional. I don't see him doing anything exceptional. If Coach Gennett Raw, for one reason or the other, maybe he's shown the exit door or he decides to resign today, there are many competent coaches, even in the local scene, that can fill in that gap. I will call them square pegs in square holes. I don't see that affecting the Super Eagles in any guise whatsoever. Super Eagles of Nigeria have the materials. Victor Simen, Indidi, Ihe Nature. Come think of it, these are players that are doing exceptionally well in their various clubs, Awoni and the rest. So Super Eagles, the Super Eagles of Nigeria have players that are playing the best kind of football of their life, playing the best football of their lives at the moment. So even if Coach Ken, Kenneth Raw leaves today, when the next match coming, I don't think we are going to be lacking. Everybody follow this team. What is so exceptional? What has he done exceptional that we're going to, that we say would miss and miss in him? When he finally leaves Nigeria, I absolutely nothing, Abdul Hamid. All right, I'm not going must go, and he must go. All right, let's move. I mean, let's talk about the history we can solve. Let's talk about Ahmed Musa, Ahmed Musa, Ahmed Musa, and we want that. What do you We are making things. Things will start there for five What is there? Alas. He has joined the likes of former captain Joseph Yobo, former captain Vicente Eyama. And Joseph Yobo had 100 caps, Vicente Eyama had 101 caps, and there's every likelihood that this player, 28-year-old former Canoe Pillars player, is going to surpass that record. Congratulations to him. After the initial goof, regrettably, by the NFF, where they added two matches to him, the match against Togo, where the um, both teams, the Nigerian team and the Togo League team, featured the required or the maximum number of players as substitute. That was chopped off. And also the match against Algeria, where Nigeria fielded an ineligible player, uh, in the build-up to the last World Cup, when those two matches were chopped off, it came back to 98 caps. But alas, he has played the matches against the Central African Republic at Surulere here in Nigeria, and the one they played today in Douala, Cameroon. He has reached that landmark. Congratulations to Ahmad Musa. We will begin to call him a veteran Super Eagles player at the moment. Three of them, it's no mean, it's no little achievement, Abdul Hamid. All right. Amda, do you consider him as a legend? Absolutely. Uh, uh, Ahmad Musa is a legend of the Super Eagles. Again, in the history of the Super Eagles, only three players have done this. Then you should count him among the legends. And he is the only Super Eagles player to have scored two goals in one World Cup match. The likes of Rashid Yekini, Daniel Amokachi, Austin J.J. Okocha, Kanu Wankwa, celebrated, well-capped, decorated Super Eagles player had not achieved this. 
only Ahmad Musa had achieved this. Let's give honor to whom honor is due. It's worth celebrating for the 28-year-old former Kanu Pillars player, Abdul Hamid. Thank you very much. 